Hello and welcome to Philly and the Over, a brand new Philadelphia-based sports gambling podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe Simonera. I'm joined by Shane Curran. Shane, tell us what's on tap for today. The Super Bowl. All right, time to cash in. Joe, can you believe it? The Super Bowl is here. Football season is almost over. We have a few days left to uh, to relish in it, and then we have we have a long off season. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. In, in a way, I'm excited for it though. Like I, I almost need need a little. Like I, I need an off season too, <laughs> uh, as much as much as I'm sure the players do. I need I need to get to the off season here. It has been interesting to find myself with so much more free time during the week when my Mondays and Thursdays are not completely tied up anymore. Like just getting those hours back, it uh, yeah, it makes me realize how much time I, I invest in this sport. Yep, absolutely. Speaking of investments, the NFL had. Uh, in the wildcard game, partnered with Peacock. And when they partnered with Peacock, it was for the Bills-Chiefs game. And there was a lot of controversy around it because not everyone has Peacock. Not everyone wants to pay for it. However, there's been some rumors floating around with some of the, the television deals that have come up about what it might look like in the future if the Super Bowl were on a pay-per-view type of model. I have a question for you. How much would you pay to watch the Super Bowl. Now, granted, you can you can name any price you want. You have to keep in mind that most people, when they watch the Super Bowl, they watch it with a handful of people. So you can also take into account how much you would pay if everyone that you watch it with is contributing. Yeah, I think... Um, I, so I, I think that if they were to do that, that would be the the logic that, that the NFL plus... TV partners thought around it. And I, I just think they, they would, they would call it a thousand dollars. Like, I think that's what they would just start at. Everyone would freak out and then be like, well, I'm going to have 15 people over anyway. And everyone can throw in seven fifty or whatever it is. And yeah. you know, we'll, we'll get there. So um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, I feel like it would be an astronomical number, but they're banking on, um, you know, uh, parties, just everyone chipping in. Um my biggest concern though right now is so I, I no longer have cable. So I, I have uh Hulu live TV and I am so worried that it's going to crash. <laughs> I mean, it, it probably is. So um, yeah, I'm very, very worried. This is like, uh, I'm trying to think when I switched, but I think this is like the first like big event where there could be a potential issue. I know some people had it like in the world series, maybe, or no, maybe it was going to be a finals with like YouTube TV, okay. but uh, I'm a little nervous for it. I'm a little nervous. I hope everything works out. Yeah, as I think about this, like I was pissed that I had to pay whatever it was, $7 or whatever for that game. Uh, however, when like a UFC event happens, those range from like $80 to $130, depending on whether you have ESPN Plus. I'll, I'll watch a few of those a year. Mm -hmm. So if I was like truly like, curious how much, I, like the, the starting rate, I think would be 500 Like that, sure, I'll pay it. It's, it's worth it. Anything more than that, you have to really make more plans to make sure that there's enough people there to, to contribute. So yeah, no, right. Uh, yep. You know, after seeing, I'd say the, you know, it may have not been successful from the uh, PR perspective, but that uh, bills and chiefs game was apparently the most streamed 
uh, live event ever. So with that happening in a wild card game, wild, yeah. you can just imagine what will happen. Um, so that leads into by the numbers. So we're Super Bowl week. We're a few days away. I have been uh, just looking up some some stats about and facts about the Super Bowl. And I'm going to rattle off. I have about 15 of them here for you. Just want to rattle them off and get your, uh, if you have a reaction, just jump in. All right. The 2023 Super Bowl was broadcast in 180 countries. Wow, that's wild. It was also available in 25 languages. That's yeah, that's insane. You know, I thought, <laughs> yeah. I, but but going on that, I thought, um, like, I, I don't know. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and it's like, all right, the Eagles are playing this game in Brazil. Like, that's yeah, so yeah. odd to me. But I guess it makes perfect sense if. <laughs> Yeah, so there's an I, appetite for American football, and uh, after I saw that, because like apparently. obviously like the World Cup and things like that, like people all over the world tune in for. But I was curious, like I, I think, and the NFL is still probably the only sport in, in the United States that hasn't grown internationally to the point where you're getting prospects from other countries the way you are with like the NBA is global. If you look mm-hmm. at yeah. just the the draft coming up or even the MVPs over the past, I don't know, six years, like they're, they're foreign. So, uh, the NFL is the, I'd say the last American sport that, that still, uh, doesn't have that type of reach internationally from a Mm -hmm. development standpoint. Um, so that led me down a rabbit hole of, uh, so last year, Super Bowl was the most watched program in us history with 114.8 million viewers. (laughs) It's nuts. You know, it's crazy though. I mean, when they like at the end of the year or whatever, they'll show like the 50 most viewed like television yep. programs of the year, and it'll be like, um, obviously the Super Bowl is always number one, and then it's just like you know, number two through 30 are just kind of like you know, whatever the Eagles play the Giants at 450, yeah. 425 yeah. on a Sunday, like that's in there, and then it'll be like the Oscars at like you know, 31, and then the rest is just NFL games. Yep. <laughs> it's like incredible, exactly. <laughs> at least in, in the United States, how, how popular it is. And I also think, you know, the NBA made a very David Stern, you know, before he passed, made a very concentrated effort for, you know, I mean, they named it. They call it basketball without borders. And that's a that's been a huge initiative. If the NFL wants to do it, they'll they'll do it. I mean, well, it's um, slightly different. The NBA can do it because it's pretty much a simple. It doesn't cost much to yeah, build a basketball yeah. court for football. You know, it doesn't cost yeah. much to buy land and, and put stripes there, but to actually teach a sport and get the pads, it it is a much more expensive sport. Now it's not yeah. as expensive as say hockey, but it's it's you know, it's not as simple as just like having a ball and going out there and playing. Wasn't um I, I know Penn State has has actually recruited like two German players. was yeah. one was one Jason Owe? It I'm trying to remember who who they were. It was a guy who was like Maybe like him though was not Owe. He's from Jersey. Um, maybe it was Anthony Donker or someone like that who was like a freak athlete, but incredibly raw. But they found him at one of these like camps. Yep. Um, yeah. I, so I, I I don't know. Um, oh, it seems in, like it's it, it's growing slowly, but but surely. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to it being the most watched uh, program in U.S. history, it also had 200 million unique viewers across the world. So roughly 60% of the viewership was in the United wow. States and they have 40% elsewhere. Nine of the top 10 most watched programs in U.S. history are Super Bowls. Do you know what and, the 10th is? Uh, the 10th would be the uh, the finale of MASH. Yeah, you got it. Well done. Oh, yeah. 
All right. Never, so- I've never seen an episode of MASH. It used to be on, <laughs> they used to have it on every time I went to get, they used to get my haircut at this place. It was like just a, you know, like an old school barbershop. And they always had MASH on, but I never really paid attention. <laughs> All right. These are a handful of these are just like across uh, the various Super Bowls. There has never been a punt return for a touchdown in a Super Bowl. Uh, that is correct. But remember when I predicted uh, it was the Bears and Colts? I think I predicted yeah, the you never left. kickoff. Yeah. Yep. You never left. Yep. <laughs> Uh, there has also never been a shutout in a Super Bowl. That's surprising, actually. You, you, I mean, I, I guess because the first probably five or six Super Bowls were like, you know, nine to three was the final <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's surprising. Uh, the low scoring Super Bowl was actually the Rams versus the Patriots at 13 three. Was, it, was uh, that, what, that what it was? 13 three? Yeah. yeah. I was trying to, I, I was just talking to somebody about that. And I was trying to remember. Uh, it was, that was such an awful game. Yeah. Uh, there's only been one overtime game in Super Bowl history. Um, it was recent, right? Yep, Packers versus Falcons. Uh, or, Packers, I'm sorry, Patriots. Yeah. Uh, no, Patriots, Patriots versus Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. Duh. All right. Uh, Super Bowl Fifty is the only Super Bowl not identified by Roman numerals. Ah, yeah. Don't really get that one. All right. Uh, what, what is most... Roman numeral for Fifty? Uh, L, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Super Bowl L. That'd be weird. Yeah, that'd be weird. Uh, Fifty-five. The most points scored by a team in the Super Bowl. That was the Forty ers Okay. Uh, this record is a Super Bowl record that will truly never be broken. The shortest field goal made. Any guesses? Well, I mean, 17 yards. That's a great guess. The reason this will never be broken is because this field goal was kicked when, when they the, were in the yeah, when the, in the, yeah, the goalpost okay. was inside. So it was a nine yard field goal. Uh, so yeah, that will never be broken. And it was definitely kicked by a guy who was not wearing a shoe. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, drunk. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Lombardi trophy is 22 inches tall and weighs seven pounds. That's it. The first. So this is, I, I found two different stats about this one. It's, it's either the first three or the first two Super Bowls were known as the world championship. Um, Wait, did they the, start the AFC versus the NFC World Championship? Oh, interesting. Wait, what did they call their like when the Eagles were in it in like the sixties? That was not called the Super Bowl. No, that was that was pre Super Bowl. What did they call that? They just, uh, okay, the, they just didn't call it anything. Yeah, yeah I forget championship, something like that. NFL championship or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh let's see. During Super Bowl, <laughs> this one's funny. During Super Bowl one, NBC was at a commercial when the second half kicked off. <laughs> so you know what they did? They kicked off again. <laughs> Wait, they seriously? Just, they just removed the play from, from the record books. and <laughs> they kicked amazing. Off the wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, this year, we only have a few left here. This year, the 30-second ad will go for $7 million. Wow. Halftime performers are not paid by the NFL. However, last year, Rihanna saw a 390% increase in digital sales after her performance. It's Usher this year? It is. Is, is it? I don't know. I, I, I guess he's still relevant. I'm not. I'm not up on the music game. Yeah, I, I just thought like Usher was not like I, I didn't think he was famous or anything anymore. If the 49ers win, Christian McCaffrey and his father Ed will be the first father son to win a Super Bowl for the same team. Wow, wow! So Ed McCaffrey won a Super Bowl when he was with the 49ers, the Niners, and then he won. I and he won with the Broncos. With the right? Broncos yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't remember him on the Niners at all. That, that's funny. And the last one I have for you, the only player to throw and catch a TV in the Super Bowl. Oh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. 
All right. Those are our Super Bowl facts. Let's take a break and we'll come back with some props. Place your bets. All right, Joe. The Super Bowl has, it used to be when I would, uh, when I would bet the Super Bowl, I would print out like 10, I want to say like 10 to 15 sheets. I think it was called like donbest.com. And they had like every Super Bowl, what I thought was every Super Bowl prop you could ever dream of. They had cross sports. It was everything. Yep. Yep. And uh, from that, I would highlight the ones I'd liked. And as it, you know, as I got older, I would start to bet on some of those. And then, you know, these sports apps came out uh, and it became legal and it happened every week. Right. Uh, yep. However, the Super Bowl is still king of all these prop bets. There are so many to, to skim through. I have about 10 that I wrote down. There's five or six that I already bet. Let's just hammer away at some of these. I'll go first. We'll just go back and forth until uh, until we both run yep. out. The first one that I had, I like this just truly based on the number that I'm getting. Mahomes and Purdy together over 50 rushing yards. The reason I like it, it's at plus 145. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah. Like awesome. cool. All right. Um, uh, I see. I don't necessarily want to give away my pick um, because when we, when I, when I sat down to go over the props, I, I, I knew exactly who I was going to take in the game. Um, but in a very, uh, in a much more real sense, I had no idea who I was going to take. Uh, so in going through these props, I, I kind of uh, uh, was able to maybe talk myself into a certain I like side. This. I think, I think you're on the right track here because that's, that's similar approach that I had. Like when I, when I looked at who I, think is going to win the game yeah. i i built a storyline around how that's going to yep. happen yep. and that's a lot of the props that i end up taking it, exactly what i'm doing and uh three i have five props three and i don't do any like i'm i'm kind of over the bs i used to do the gatorade bet the coin toss like all that stuff i'm trying to be somewhat logical i have some kind of you know boom plays and i have one prop which i'm going to give right now which isn't even a prop at all related to the game but it's something i like to do every year um i've never hit on it but uh, what I'm going to do on Super Bowl Sunday, Shane, is I'm going to place a bet at plus uh, 2,500 for next year's Super Bowl winner. I was actually LA, going to. I was going to ask LA you Chargers. You yeah, LA Chargers plus uh, 2,500 to win the 2025 Super Bowl. So that's going to be my first it. prop. I love it. Uh, yeah, I was actually going to ask you if you want to if you want to do that on on the this week's show. We do you have a uh, do you have a. I, well, Chargers were one mine. So I actually, I, I, I already took four. <laughs> I oh, took four Jesus. different teams um, yeah. just because of the odds. Let me, uh, yeah. uh, I'll look it up in, in just a All minute. Right. Here, yeah, but we, we jumping on to my next prop. So again, going with the storyline in this one, uh, the total rushing and receiving yards. So they have this bet that is the total rushing and receiving yards, but it's a matchup between two players. In this case, I took two players on the same team. So it's McCaffrey versus Debo Samuel. Most combined rushing and receiving yards. Debo is getting plus 49 and a half yards. The reason I like this one is not just because I think, you know, I think McCaffrey's gonna be involved throughout the game, but one of the the reasons that Debo has, I'd say, taken a step back from the spotlight. Nayuk has has kind of shined, is because, you know, Shanahan has come out and said he doesn't know how to not go hundred percent. And when in long seasons, when he's going 100%, there's a, a better chance of injury. So if you remember prior to McCaffrey being signed, Debo truly was a running back slash wide receiver. He was getting upwards of 10 to 12 carries a game. So I think in this game, 
Elijah Mitchell will not be used. And anytime they need a backup running back, they will be using Debo Samuel. For that reason, I'm taking the plus 49 and a half because I think Debo is going to see five or six carries in this game, plus his receiving totals, plus a 49 and a half points. I like this one. Okay. Yeah, I like I like that too. All right. Um there there's a one that I, I a play that you've been known to take quite a bit. Um, and I'm not gonna do I'm gonna do sort of the opposite of it. Ooh. Um so uh this is at minus one fifteen right now, the longest touchdown of the game over okay. thirty eight and a half yards. Okay. Thirty eight and a half. Longest touchdown of the game over thirty eight and a half yards. Gotcha. Who do you think? So as you're telling your story, who do you think is going to to get that? Um, or do you want to hold off on that so you don't give away your uh, your pick? Well, let me, uh, yeah, let me hold off on that. Okay. Um, so going back, I just looked up. So I put, um, I actually put, took five teams to to win the Super Bowl just based on their odds. The first was the Chargers, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I got them at plus three thousand. The Bears, the I got it plus four thousand, uh, mainly because they have those those two top uh, ten picks. Um, they could do a lot with that between that and trading fields. And then I took Atlanta, the Colts, and the Browns. Now Atlanta, I think is Atlanta, Indianapolis. They need a quarterback, okay. right? So I think mm-hmm. the Kyler Murray, the um, Fields. I think if they get one of those two, they have a really good chance to win the division. If you win the division. You have a home game, and and that's kind of what I like about them. The Colts, great coach, and you're getting your Richardson back after he was able to shine a little bit in the first few weeks, and then you know he he took to the bench. And then the Browns, if you remember, like the Browns made the playoffs, and they lost their two top running backs, their starting quarterback, their def- they were so banged up. Mm-hmm. And I think actually uh, Ed Stefanski just won the coach of the year. So I think that they, um, or, uh, for, Kevin Stefanski, Kevin Stefanski. Uh, yeah, I think for a plus Stefanski is working on the uh, worst GM in the history of the NBA for, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many years it's been 10 years running. Yeah. Uh, so those going back, those are my bets, but, uh, for your uh, longest touchdown, you mentioned a bet that I always take and I am taking it uh-huh. again. That is the shortest touchdown scored under one and a half yards. Unfortunately, oh, it's, under one, it's under one and a half yards. Yes. Yep. Okay. So okay. the reason this bet is good is obviously, you know, you get guys down there, things like a tush push happen. But the main thing is if there's a pass interference in the end zone, you get the ball at the one yard line. And from there you, you know, run it in, throw it in. This is the only downside to this one. It's, it's changed so much over the years that now you have to lay minus minus one fifty to get this bet, but I still love it. It, it hits almost every, every year. It, it really does. It feels like that, that play always, always hits. So I'm going to get on that as well. Um, all right. Well, I, I think I'm about to give away uh, my my pick for for the game. Um, well, no, I'm not actually. All right. Uh, I, I have a I have a prop for the first touchdown score, and it's a uh, George Kittle okay. first touchdown score. I think um, I, I I think that you know the Niners' offense is is very good. I think they get down the field. I think Kittle wants that first touchdown. Um, I think it happens fairly fairly quick, and I think Kittle gets that touchdown. What uh What are the odds on that? Uh, plus twelve hundred. Oh wow, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, the uh, I'm gonna jump ahead. I have one for you. It's it's just something that I I liked, so I'm gonna just sort of ask you about. But the I'm gonna jump ahead 
to let's do Kansas City. This these two kind of go have hand in hand. Kansas City most points, uh, more points in the first half than the second half. If you just look back at some of their playoff games, Reed's first 15, 20 plays tend to be really good. They put up some points. And then last week they didn't score at all in the second half. So uh, I like the uh Kansas City to score more points as a team in the first half and the second half, that's minus one Oh five. And at the same time, the 49ers have been the complete opposite. They've fallen behind in most of their playoff games. They are uh, more points to score in the second half rather than the first half. And that's minus one fifteen. more points scored in the second half than the first minus one fifteen. Okay. I like that. All right. Uh, You know, I have another one um, kind of a, a basic one. Plus 360, though, I feel like is fair odds. I just said I think Kittle, uh, you know, scores early in this game. Um, we'll be shocked if KC scores early, too. So I want to go uh, each team to score on their first drive. Uh, that's a plus 360. So okay. um, I think it's pretty good value for for two teams with, you know, good offenses. That I don't I, – I just don't think that – I think that on, on the Niners side, I think Shanahan is going to have this schemed out incredibly well. Um, and then I think on the, on the chief side, it's like, there's no jitters. There's no nerves. It's just nothing. It's just completely nothing to the homes and, and, and Kelsey and company. So I think, uh, um, I think there's a possibility of that happening. And that doesn't need to be a touchdown, right? That could be any sort of, it could be, be field goal. goal. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, so on that same case about, you know, going into nerves, I don't think that the chiefs, because they've been there four times in the past five years are going to be nervous. Mm -hmm. However, Jake Moody has not been there and I expect him to be nervous. So I'm going to take Jake Moody to miss a field goal at plus two ten. Okay. I like that. All right. Um, anytime a Michigan player, uh, fails i am i am on board i'm very very happy about that all right uh where are we and i mean you know honestly (laughs) butker has had is he still kicking for kansas city he is he's looking right yeah he's had some issues too this year though um he has but he's been he's been there so i'm not as worried about him you know in the in the lights all right uh the last few i have here christian mccaffrey his first run over three and a half yards that is minus 122 oh that's great i like that yeah uh, Casey, uh, I'll, I'll save that one. Uh, okay. So this one, I, I actually really like, uh, most passing attempts in the matchup. And this goes back to that storytelling that I mentioned earlier. Uh, it's Mahomes versus Purdy. Who's going to have the mass, most passing attempts. Purdy is plus two Oh five. Purdy is at plus two. Oh, well, that's interesting. So Purdy's at plus two Oh five to have more attempts than Mahomes. So what well, I did actually, was. Yes. So what I did was, I I, I, so then I looked at, you know, I go to different screens and I look at, Mm -hmm. okay, how many passing attempts can you bet on? And the over-under for Mahomes is 36 and a half. The over-under for Purdy is 30 and a half, which makes sense why this line is is where it is. However, depending on the game script, I think it could be, uh, you know, a a little come from behind, a little little teaser there for for where I might be leaning. Okay. Uh, The next one, Mahomes uh, to throw and to not throw an interception minus 115 Mahomes no interceptions minus 115 I think that's a good bet yeah yep all right so this next one I actually want your input on I I'm not taking it but I think it was uh it was a cool one that I just haven't seen before it's called the triple cramp you pick the player that you think is going to have the most passing yards the player that's going to have the most receiving yards and the player that's going to have the most rushing yards. Mm-hmm. It's a parlay together and you get the odds. So Joe Purdy or Mahomes? 
Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, which receiver? Kelsey, Rice, Ayuk, Samuel, Kittle? McCaffrey? MVS? Um, man. Oh, boy. I think it'll be... Man, I think it'll be Kelsey. I think we're talking like a 12 catch game for him. Okay. And then the most rushing yards. You going with uh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. All right. So that actually is the favorite. Yeah. At plus 710. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. Place your bets. All right. So let's move on to MVP. Joe, who's your MVP pick? Yeah, I have Christian McCaffrey. I think uh, the 49ers do win this game, and uh, I, I just think that he's going to go off. I can't argue with that. I, I think that uh, they are... So as we get into what might happen in the game, if you're the Kansas State Chiefs, you're going to say, we're, we're, you know, we need to shut down Christian McCaffrey. Let's, mm. If we lose to Brock Purdy, we lose to Brock Purdy, right? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be their mentality going in there. However, that's much easier said than done because Christian McCaffrey, I mean, we saw what he did to the Eagles last year, just breaking tackles, jumping over guys. He is a talented football player. I went with a slightly different approach, but it has some of the same logic. And my MVP pick is uh, any non-quarterback to win the award. Okay. And uh, that pays plus 170. So as I just look across, you know, this... This matchup specifically has so many talented players in there. So you, I'm getting Kelsey, Rice, Pacheco, and then on the defensive side, Sneed, Jones. Uh, from the 49ers, I'm getting McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. And then on the uh, defensive side, I'm getting Chase Young, Bosa, in case either of those guys get two or three sacks, and Fred Warner, who could have 14 tackles. So I think getting all those guys, it's really, you know, is there any Mahomes fatigue? Right. Just because he has one, two already. And then from the 49er side, you know, is it Purdy or is it McCaffrey that really is the engine to go? So I I just think that having um, having any non quarterback is is the way to go in this one. So I'm taking that plus 170. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Place your bets. And now the pick everyone's been waiting for Joe eight and one so far in the playoffs. Tell me what you're thinking for this game. Uh. I have ridden the Chiefs the past two weeks. Uh, all of these stats we've gone over the past two weeks about them being underdogs have have made a great deal of sense. Uh, I just think that when I when I really sit back and look at it, it almost feels like the Chiefs have built this season on sand. Um, I think the defense has outperformed their talent, and a lot of credit to Spagnola for that. Um, I think the 49ers offense just absolutely dominates this game. Um, I think that Shanahan makes things very simple for Brock Purdy, who I don't think is a great quarterback. You know, the, the whole last two weeks have basically been me telling myself, well, Mahomes is better than Purdy. But when I look at it as a whole and see the complete picture, um, I really just think the 49ers offense is going to assert themselves, uh, and that's going to be their best defense. Now, when the defense is on the field, Guess what? They're really, really, really good. Um, so I, I just think that this is a Niners. Uh, this is this is the Niners' time. This is Shanahan's Super Bowl. Um, I, I'm assuming that Mike Shanahan was Ed McCaffrey's coach uh, in Denver yeah. when they when they won. <laughs> that's funny. I, I, I have to go back and look, but I, I'm guessing that's it. But anyway, um, I think that the Niners win this game. So the last line I saw kind of settled around one and a half. 
Um, so I'm going to take the Niners minus one and a half. And then my uh, last prop is uh, the Niners minus nine and a half. I think okay. that uh, they win this game by double digits. That paid, uh, I think it was plus 260. I think the Niners win this game handedly. Okay. So we have a head to head. Ah, you're sticking with the Chiefs, huh? I'm around the Chiefs. Just give me the two and a half points, right? Um, I think I, I only have a small wager on this right now. I yeah, it's, um, it's this is not. I should I should preface this is not like a, um, you know, I, this is not a, this lock is a year. Where I, it's not a lock of the year, right? I, I just think I just think if the Niners win, it's going to be like a blowout yeah. type win. Yeah. Um, and if if not, I think the Chiefs win the game because if it's let's be honest, like my my last thought before I'm making this pick was. Niners blow out. That's that's what I think. Because if it's you know if the Niners are up two with two minutes left and Mahomes has a ball, then the game's over. And then and the Chiefs have won another Super Bowl. Like if it's a close game at all, then then my thinking of Mahomes is not going to lose the game is a hundred percent accurate. But I just think that the Niners can can build a lead, and I just that this offense just takes over. I I almost liken it to like it like a cow like a. I mean, not a Georgia TCU, that would be unfair to, to everyone involved, but I just think this is a game where offense and defense clicks for for the Niners and, and they go ahead and win. Okay. So I have the Chiefs. I also am locking up the under. I think under 47 and a half is is an easy bet in this one. It sounds like you think some more points are going to be scored though. I I do. That's that's a kind of a big number to hit, but um, you know, I think like, you know, I think we're talking like a 30 to 17 type game which I guess is 47. Um, if I had to pick a final score, that would, that would be it. Um, so you're on the so under yeah. as well. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to stay away from that one, but uh, I think it's, it's going to be around there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so a few other things that, you know, as I think about this game and, you know, I think that, as I mentioned, the story that I think I'm telling myself is that the chiefs are going to get out to an early lead. The 49ers are going to come back in the second half. The chiefs are going to win at the end and it's going to be, uh, lowish scoring game, I'd say one team doesn't crack 20 points. Uh, okay. So with all that, I think, you know, that that leads into if the 49ers are behind, you know, they're the Chiefs should sell out to stop McCaffrey. That leads to more pass attempts for Brock yep. Purdy. Uh, and yeah, so that that kind of it all it's all sort of plays into uh, into each other. The the other one that I'm I'm looking at, I haven't locked this up. I'm I'm considering the Chiefs first half uh just straight up. It's minus 102. Um, and then the other one I'm I'm tinkering with is I don't think the Chiefs are gonna win in a blowout, going back to what you said. Mm-hmm. However, instead of taking the Chiefs plus two and a half, I think they could win by a field goal. So minus two and a half is yeah. plus 128 so that's something else i haven't taken yet but i'm considering okay. so there's a there's a few different plays here ultimately like as i look at this game when we break down say week one for instance there are so many options to choose from and yeah. you can you can just like some games like this game yeah i would just filter out yeah <laughs> you know it, i mean yeah, like right. it would not i would not be getting this game yeah. uh yeah. so because I, I i think that you know they're two evenly matched teams however yeah, so it's a super bowl so i'm going to be betting it uh not something that i'm overly confident in but uh yeah it's gonna be fun i think it's uh i think it has potential to be a, a great super bowl I, I am i am excited i think I, and i know that a lot of people don't you know really necessarily want to see the chiefs in it every year but uh but yeah i'm, I'm excited for it i'm very excited for this game place your bets For Joe Simonera, I'm Shane Curran. That's all for today's show. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Remember, rate, review, subscribe, and always 
Bet on yourself. Philly and the Over is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe?